Computers. These devices allow us to send emails, make video calls, and collaborate on team projects. They let us do things without actually being there, and they let us do so without others intruding. Imagine a door without a secure password. It wouldn't be very safe. Cryptography is the lifeguard of computers. It takes information and scrambles it, randomizes it, to keep it safe. Without cryptography, your emails aren't safe. Your calls can be hacked. Your money can be stolen. Many individuals, teams, and schools have been working to improve cybersecurity. We now present to you one of them. Hello! Welcome to the Girls Talk Math Podcast. This podcast serves our audience by not only educating, but entertaining young minds with inspirational stories. Once upon a time, a young conqueror was born in a far, far away land. She would grow to become one of the best cryptographers in the 21st century. Ahem, that land was Yamhill, Oregon, right here in the United States. Really? Okay. Now this young conqueror's name was Alette Boyle. Why do you dress her as a conqueror? The reason I address her as a conqueror is because cryptography was a very new field in her time. Growing up, cryptography was similar to a brand new land, just waiting to be discovered and utilized by curious minds. This is exactly what Alette did. From a very young age, Alette was drawn to really anything involving ciphers. So cryptography is one of these things that I think uh, I got really interested in even pretty early on, like in grade school or something. I remember hearing about you know, back in history, crypto systems, these simple ciphers. I remember on post-it notes, writing these messages to my sister and encrypting them and feeling very cool about myself. Um, but but I, it was one of these topics also that had exposure and it was kind of an interesting combination of, uh, first of all, math, which is something that I love. And, and as I got to learn more about cryptography and the mathematics behind it, it became even more interesting. Um, but it's it's a really nice combination that also has a lot of useful applications and sort of in a, a sexy or exciting kind of way even. Since Alette mentioned her sister, that brings us to more people that developed her interest in ciphers and math. Her family was a very important piece that pushed her on her path to become a cryptographer. Alette was not only close to her two sisters, but formed a tight support system with her entire family. She had engaging conversations with her STEM-invested father, while her mother fostered mental growth in every way. This was one of the main factors that influenced and gave her strength throughout her voyages. I think in particular, my parents had a lot of influence on me developing and, and growing and learning. My dad was much more on the scientific side, so I got a lot of the love and especially the advanced sort of mathematics from discussions uh, with him and um, my mom also kind of helped uh, push the love of learning in general and then I remember you know having having these things not only just be dry but having them be fun. With her support system in hand, Alette ventured into the depths of college to gain higher enlightenment. This took place at CIT, where she studied mathematics as well as achieved awards for her prodigious athletic abilities. Which we'll go into more about later. After finishing her studies in 2008, Dr. Boyle completed a PhD at MIT before researching at Cornell in California and the Technion in Israel. Alette decided to use her gained knowledge to work on secret sharing, digital signatures, as well as obfuscation, which is a scrambling of messages into gibberish. One piece of her work, secret sharing, is used in a wide range of places, from securing passwords, from bank numbers to missile launch codes. Today, the crypto legend resides among the IDC Hezrailah faculty while living her life to the fullest in Israel. 
So when I was applying to, to programs for grad school, I wasn't fully sure where I should put myself, uh, partly because math would be one department, um, cryptography would be more like computer science, and actually this error correcting code stuff is often in an electrical engineering department. So I really had to think a little bit, but why did I end up ultimately becoming a cryptographer? I, I think I was sort of at this unstable equilibrium where I could have gotten pushed in, in one of any of these three different directions. She chose cryptography specifically because of the conversations about learning about it with guest speakers from lectures and also because of the classes that were offered in the semester. Interesting. Dr. Olette has had many successful mentors who have helped shape her career greatly. While completing her PhD, she studied under the guidance of Shafi Goldwasser and Yel Kalai, both accomplished electrical engineers and computer scientists. Does this career path sound like something that would interest you? We asked Dr. Boyle what a day in her life would typically look like. Take a listen. Uh, so research is a bit of an odd job in the sense that you're paid to sit around and think about problems that are interesting. <laughs> so as, as a professor, so there's maybe kind of two different parts. As a professor, you are also teaching. So for example, some days in the week, uh, we'll be prepping for class, presenting lectures, answering questions, things of that form. Um, but also this role as a researcher I have meetings with students, with with collaborators a lot where we, uh, I, I, I miss the face-to-face. Now we're going back to face-to-face a lot where we sit down, we're at the whiteboard, uh, we've got some problem we're trying to think about and progressing on it. In addition, see, get it, addition, math. In addition to being a mathematician, she was also a long jump athlete at the California Institute of Technology. In the 2007 to 2008 school year, she was Caltech's Female Scholar Athlete of the Year. This is how she described athletics. So, so for me, it was really fun. It was something that kind of gave me a break from you know, the sitting and the thinking and the, and the working. It was a little bit of a release. And it also opened up a different uh, regime of people that I was meeting, that I wasn't meeting in, in some of, like, for example, people who were not studying math where we're not in my dorm. Um, Now I got to meet all these new people that were on the track team. Going back to her work with cryptology, it is important to talk about the impact on her gender when it comes to her work. When it comes to many struggles that women face when studying in male-dominated fields like math and computer science, Dr. Boyle also experienced a few different types of pressures. For example, the pressure of being in an atmosphere where there's mostly only men. She was the only graduating female mathematician in her year at Caltech. Another could be the doubt she felt when she was hired by a company that has mostly male colleagues. She has the goal of increasing the number of women that are in the different types of math fields. Dr. Alette Boyle has been involved in multiple workshops that are known as the Worldwide First Woman in Security and Cryptology Workshop and Woman in Theory Workshop. However, Dr. Boyle has some pieces of advice for young women so that they may accelerate forward in their career at the same velocity as their male counterparts. This is an anecdote that somebody told me uh, that a woman would make sure that they checked off each and every one of these boxes and say, okay, good, now I'm qualified for this. Now I'm going to apply for this. And a man, you know, (laughs) apparently, if they like qualify most of them or something, then they'll say, hey, you know, let's give this a shot. So I think that this is partly on us, but but also the mentors and so forth from the other side can be uh, helpful in, in sort of supporting these kinds of things. 
uh, to keep in mind that even if it's a little out of your comfort zone to ask for things that, for example, as a graduate student, if you have a PhD advisor, say there's a conference, I don't have a paper, but maybe I could still ask to go. And that's something that doesn't cross the mind of a lot of students, I think, or, or there's a workshop or there's this or that. And, and these aspects are very important to take a part in. Although this statement is controversial, I believe this to be true. Women, and in fact both genders, need to know that they are valued and are completely justified to be confident, as well as that they have the right to ask questions and speak up. We need to listen to the stories of people like Alep Boyle to understand how we can support and nurture the dreams and futures of girls and people who are under underrepresented. We hope that you have found this podcast engaging, yet informational. This concludes our encapsulation of Alette Boyle's legacy. smart every equation you do is a form of art it's time to get together fly a rocket build a house and control the weather with math 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 yes who here likes math is not a man you could be a female mathematician